Hello, ladies and gents. This is Casey Campbell, and you're listening to It's Tempting. You better buckle up. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of It's Tempting with me, Casey, Casey Campbell. So, like I promised, I was going to give you guys two episodes this week because I took a week off last week for moving. Um, So yeah, this is your episode two. I hope you guys enjoy it. Today we are going to finish um, the last little bit of episode four and then about half of episode five. And then hopefully by next week we'll be all caught up in real time to where season five is at. I think season five, episode seven is about to air. So we're going to be caught up really soon. I'm not really bringing any more guests on um, because I want to stay on track with the show. So that is what is going on. I always put a disclaimer for any of the cast members. Also, um, fans of the show, please keep in mind, you guys, that this is a reality show. We do know we do not know these people. We do not know what really went down on the island. I am just basi- basing my opinions and judgment on the footage that was provided to me. So some of my opinions may sound harsh over the top, but it's just a fucking show. It's all shits and giggles, you guys. We don't know the real people behind the characters that they are being portrayed as on Temptation Island. So I just want to keep that in mind. Cast members, it's nothing personal at all whatsoever. I've been there. I know what it's like. And I'm always here if you guys have any questions or concerns. So with that said, let's talk Love Shop. This is another episode brought to you by Love Shop Toys. So if you want to get a little frisky, if you want to get a little naughty this summer, we all do, whether you want to do it with yourself or do it with someone else, I don't care what you're into, but we're all into something. Love Shop Toys on Instagram at Love Shop Toys or their website, loveshoptoys.com. Go check them out. They got lingerie. They got role play. They got bondage. They got blindfolds. They got lube. They got They got anything and everything you need to really get yourself off or have someone get you off. Again, whatever you're into, go check them out. Love Shop Toys and use code tempting for 10% off. I highly recommend. I have used a lot of their products. I have tried a lot of their products and their lingerie and their toys and I give them an A plus five star gold trophy. They know what they're doing and they're doing it right. So Love Shop Toys, code TEMPTING for 10% off. Okay, so we're recapping the last little bit of episode four. And we left off where we're at the guys' villa. And it's paint and shots. I'm intrigued. I'm not going to lie. It looks like fun. It also looks like it's probably going to be glow in the dark. Hall is like sweaty and disgusting in the confessional and he's talking about how this party is the good stuff, lol. There's lots of twerking, okay? And I'm not gonna lie, I was really here for it the first few episodes, but now it's getting really old. Am I the only one? Like, please don't tell me every night scene of this entire season is just gonna be a night vision twerk session. I can't it's too much. It's like it's fun here and there, but like every single night, like can we get a little more creative production? Like do we need you guys to get like a fucking thought group together so we can all like freaking brainstorm other ideas? Like I don't understand why this is all we're fucking doing. Like there's got to be more to life than this. 
Okay. I just cannot. So that <coughs> why I talk so much shit. I just choked on my own spit. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really over it. I can't. Great wants everyone twerking on his body. On brand. Nafisa is having um great lick all that stuff off of her. I'm not gonna lie. Before I get into Tammy over in the corner watching Nafisa like a hawk, let's just I can't. You guys, I'm I'm gonna try not to gag like thinking about it right now. You guys, I could not do this, you guys. Not only oh god, I'm I'm fighting a gag right now. Oh, I'm fighting it. You guys, their bodies. Oh, I'm really fighting it. <laughs> Mind over matter. I got this. Okay. Fighting it. You guys, their bodies are covered in like, not just like whipped cream and chocolate and paint and God knows what fucking else, but like they've all been twerking and dancing on each other. It's humid as fuck and tropical and sweaty. So there's like a ton of people's bodily sweat, fluids, whipped cream, chocolate, Oh, I just gagged. You guys, I'm going to throw up. Let's, yeah, I can't even talk about it anymore because, ew, I would throw up everywhere. I could not fucking do this. I literally just gagged on my own fucking podcast just thinking about this. Honestly, horrifying. Fucking horrifying. I can't even talk about it anymore. Changing the subject. Nafisa says, Tammy is thirsty and great loves the attention. Quote, simply put. She's not worried, Nafisa. She's not worried. She knows the connection that her and Great share. And then she says, F Tammy. Why was that necessary? Maybe, again, I talked about this in the last episode that, like, the whole book, like, why men love bitches. Maybe this is why I'm single, truly. Like, maybe I need to really go full asshole villain to get a man. Because it seems like all the girls that are just assholes are the ones that, like, get the dudes. Maybe that... <laughs> Am I having an epiphany? Do I just need to fucking like put up my America sweetheart crown and just like go full fucking villain up in here to get a man? Maybe, maybe because she she's not having any problems. Again, I have another note. I'm not going to go too much into it because I literally just gagged in my fucking podcast. The whipped cream everywhere is sending me not again, not in a good way. Vomit literally everywhere. My worst nightmare. Anyone that knows me, you guys, like I'm good. Like if it's me one on one with a man and he's like clean and showered, like let's whip cream it up, chocolate sauce it up. Like, you know, let's get it a little weird. But it's like me and him one on one. But I'm a freak of nature, you guys. Like I'm one of those OCD people when I eat, like all my food has to have its like own place. <laughs> sound like a psycho <laughs> it needs to have its like own place on the plate like I'm not mixing food with other food like if I like for example like I could never like eat a salad like with like ranch dressing with like a fork and then use that same fork and like dip it into something else like mashed potato Ugh, I'm gonna gag I would have to wipe off my fork and then put it in another food item like we're not mixing food items okay like I just absolutely, this is my worst fucking nightmare, licking all that shit off of this. Like, you don't know what the fuck is on his body. Absolutely not. So then we go over the girls' villa, and there's a talent show. Vanessa's just low-key auditioning, auditioning to be the next Temptation Island host, because she's just up there doing her hosting gig again. Her professional-ass voice, legs crossed, hands in the lap, like she's like ready to take Mark's job. So she announces that whoever wins the talent show gets to choose one of the girls and that girl will tell them what the prize is. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little intrigued by this and so are the single guys. 
At this point in time, you guys, I have such a love-hate relationship with Vanessa. I love her professional hosting narrator bit that she keeps doing. Every time she does it, I love it. I, I really do. I'm here for it. I'm not being sarcastic. I genuinely love that shit. Like, never stop doing that. It's, it's fucking hilarious. So first up for the talent show, Christian, blonde Christian, he spins and rips his shirt off, gives Caitlyn a lap dance. It's a little Magic Mike moment. And then the other Christian juggles pretty decently. Bryce shotguns a beer, which I'm just like, dude, every man I've ever known can do that. Sebastian takes his shirt off and does the worm without moving. And he has like a football on his neck. I'm not going to lie. That was a little bit impressive. I was kind of here for that. Mike Zappa, he does a little rap about Caitlyn and her space buns, and he also calls her the one. She loved it, obviously. And this is why, see, now we know, you guys, now we know why Griffin got sent home, because clearly Mike and Caitlyn, there's something going on. They're keeping it on the down low. There's something going on there, for sure. She was like, Griffin, it's a little too late. It's a little too late, baby. I got, I got my Mike, Mikey over here. So now Tajik, he gives a lap dance to Paris. <laughs> the crawl forward that he does, please, please, everyone, if you don't notice, didn't notice it, go back and watch it because it's fucking insane. He literally looks like he's a possessed character in The Exorcist, the way he's crawling forward. <laughs> like if he, if you like fast forward that shit, like it would be terrifying. Absolutely a thing of nightmares. Okay. Okay, but his hip movements and the body oil, a vibe. And then he tells her to get some of that. And then he grabs her face and they start making out. And it was a good make out. Okay, I observed. All the guys, it like the camera pans over to all the single guys and they're all on the couch. They're all like holding each other back. They're like all screaming. That shit was fucking hilarious. I'm not going to lie. It was really funny. I, I love it. I love when guys get all like wild like that, you know? And then Paris in the confessional, she says, Lord, have mercy. I lost my mind. This girl's a freaking character. I love her. I love her, man. She's such a character. She's so over the top. She says, my whole body shut down. Direct quote. So then we find out for the talent show that it is a tie between Mike and Tajik. And then in order to break the tie, we have everyone cheer for their favorite person. And clearly Tajik wins the tiebreaker. Obviously, no spoiler here, he immediately picks Paris and she says no and throws her head back because now she knows like she has to tell him what his prize is. And we find out that the prize is a little cuddle sesh. And do we all remember my episode literally titled Cuddling Ain't Cuddling? Yeah. <laughs> you guys, cuddling ain't cuddling. No fucking way are those two just going in bed just cuddling. Absolutely the fuck not. I'll die on that hill. There ain't no fucking way that that's all that went down. Um, Tajik is excited when he finds out what the prize is. No shit. It's like literally just like the fucking golden gates open to fucking. So they hug it out be before confirming they are in fact, quote, <laughs> air quotes, sleeping together. Wink, wink. Paris is nervous because she's so tempted with him and she is worried she's going to do things that she shouldn't. Yeah, dude, there's no fucking way. I'm sorry. I'm the kind of girl, I'll own it. If I'm in bed with a man that I'm attracted to and they are attracted to me and we are cuddling, there's no fucking way that I'm going to have self-control. 
Well, I just really fucking just put myself out there. No, but like facts, like there's no fucking way. No fucking way. And no, that's why I have a hard time believing like this didn't escalate because my shit would escalate so fast if I was in this situation. They're making a lot. They're making out a lot. And then in my notes, I put I have thoughts, but I think I just said my thoughts where I do not believe that they just made out in there. There's no fucking way. You're in bed in the dark under the covers. His hard dick is like all up on you. You're rubbing. Yeah, no, dude. I I've just maybe I just don't have any self-control. Maybe, maybe I I'm the problem. It's me. You know, <laughs> maybe that's what's going on. But absolutely the fuck not. I'd be like, okay, we going. <laughs> like green light. Let's go. Um so now we're over well yeah we're still at the girls villa and Caitlin is telling Vanessa that she that she feels bad she's having fun and she just quote can't over Mike and a total complete side note and again you guys I don't know any outcome of the show at all whatsoever I've already said this but to this day that's still true I've noticed that Mike is like on her stories a lot and like they hang out I low-key think they're together now I'm just gonna put that out there and then she is quoted he has it all talking about Mike he looks very comfortable laying in her bed just saying like that does not look like someone that's never been in her bed before it seems like he's been there once or twice okay he pulls her on top of him by her booty. Okay. And then there were also roses on the bed. And in my notes, yeah, Griffin had no shot, LOL. He waited too long. He did. This connection was already formed. Like, he should have told her, like, right at the get-go. And this part weirded me out. I put in my notes, damn, she slept on the couch and he slept in her bed with, like, a million question marks. I need details because, because that, like, low-key gave me the ick. She's crying because she can't imagine if she saw a girl in Hall's bed being engaged. And then Mike is like in her room awake waiting with a rose in his mouth. Like I I have questions and I need answers. Like does he not know that she completely dipped out and is like crying and sleeping on the couch? Like I'm so confused by this whole exchange. I I really need to know what went, what went down. So now we're at the guys villa and Rob is like on a couch cuddling with Dez and then they start making out for the first time and it's like hot and heavy like they're into each other for sure. Chris is kind of snuggling up with Alexis and she says that she feels a lot closer and connected with him. She's also scared because she feels vulnerable but that's why she's there. She tells him that if he hurts her feelings she will ghost him. L-M-A-O. I relate to that on a spiritual level. That's kind of where I'm at too. Like if a guy like just like does something that upsets me, I will just disappear for fucking life or I'll wait till he reaches back out to me because they always reach back out. <laughs> I will say it may take a month, two months, three months, but they always come back. It's just a matter of fucking time. So that's what I'll do. I'll literally go full fucking ghost mode until they come back and then I'll kind of give them shit. You know, I'll be like, oh, there you are. You know, happens every time. Story of my life. But Alexis, I um, I understand you on a spiritual level. I feel like me and Alexis would really vibe. She was just in Miami, but I was very busy, so I couldn't see her. But yeah, she's a vibe. That was actually, yeah, that was the weekend I was recording with Deke. So that's why I didn't see her. Um, He says... That's what he is afraid of because sometimes he does things without thinking and I'm not the smoothest and I really don't want to hurt your feelings. Bullshit. 
red flags flying out of this man's mouth. Bullshit. Everything he just said is bullshit. Alexis, I really hope that you don't fall for any of his nonsense. He says he's excited to get to know Alexis and he feels safe and vulnerable with her. And he tells her that he loves hard. Great is in the jacuzzi. And then Nafisa randomly goes to find Tammy, like goes into her room and asks her if she's brushed her teeth and freshened herself up. Let's discuss this for a moment, because when I first saw this from the Instagram clip, I was going to give Nafisa the benefit of the doubt. But now that I've actually watched everything play out, I'm getting more up to date on everything that's been happening in the episodes, their interactions, their vibe, how this all went down and how random it was. And like literally earlier in the episode, she's like saying F Tammy, like, oh, hell no. This girl is bad fucking news. I think I called it episode one that she was going to be the villain. You know, I did. I said, I was like, she's the next Morgan of this, okay? And was I fucking wrong? No, I fucking wasn't. I'm always right, okay? Not always. I don't want to sound arrogant and full of myself because I get that shit a lot nowadays, but I was right. I will say in this instance, I was fucking right. I hit the nail on the fucking head. Recap one of this episode. I mean, of this season. So yeah, bad news. I don't like it. Tommy, Tommy, Tammy calls her out immediately for being rude and mad, disrespectful. Nafisa says she swears she didn't mean mean anything by it and was just on the way to brush her teeth and was thinking about her. Let's like put this in perspective. Okay. Like truly, because like they're not friends. Okay. That's become very fucking clear. They're not friends. Like, I think Nafisa's called her a bitch. (laughs) I think she's told her, she's definitely said F Tammy. I don't know for sure if she said bitch. She might have called Marjorie a bitch. But she's definitely said F Tammy. They definitely aren't vibing. They are not fans of each other. So you're telling me, Nafisa, you're just skipping on over getting ready for bed. And boom, a little thought popped up in your head. And you're like, oh my God, my good friend Tammy. I'm going to go and make sure that she's brushing her teeth and freshening up for bed because I'm such a good, good friend. Fuck off with that okay get the fuck out of here like you're actually tripping if you think anyone with half a fucking brain believes that bullshit okay that's literally as if like let's put it put it my situation perspective me and morgan we're both singles okay evan is a boyfriend i'm minding my business in my bedroom and me and morgan obviously don't fucking like each other morgan's skipping through the house And she goes out of her way to find me to see if I brush my teeth and I fresh myself up. Bitch, the fuck? No no fucking way. Okay, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Nafisa, you got got to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, you're really insulting a lot of people's intelligence right now by pretending that that is what you were doing. Okay, there ain't no fucking way. But, like, nice try. I guess I kind of respect, like, you trying to make it seem like you're a good girl a nice girl but get the fuck out of here with that shit no fucking way I'll die on that hill I'm dying on a lot of hills that that hill I'm dying on she was not (laughs) no fucking way okay I'm going in right now but there's just I no absolutely the fuck not Tia is trying to be a mediator and Nafisa tells her she doesn't even know why she's speaking and I put a bunch of dots because like what the fuck Tammy tells her, what do you mean she's allowed to speak? And Nafisa yells, no, she can't. 
And then Tammy says, don't ever talk to them like that. Honestly, yes, Tammy. We love a girl's girl. Tammy calls her a mean girl, and she tells Tammy she's not a mean girl. But then it pans to the confessional, and a producer asks her why everyone thinks she's a mean girl. And she smiles and says, because I am a mean girl. And then she pauses and then says, no, I'm just joking. I'm just a real girl. I didn't really come here to make best friends with anybody. And that's fine. Okay. I, I agree with you. A hundred percent. Okay. You're not there to be best friends with all these girls. A thousand percent. You're there to date these four guys and to like be close with them. But don't be a fucking weirdo and like cause problems for no fucking reason and be disrespectful and go out of your way to make another woman uncomfortable on national television and don't be mean to everyone that interacts with you. You know, like you don't need to be best friends with everyone, but you can also just mind your own fucking business. <laughs> oh shit, it's been a long day. Oh man, please don't hate me. I think she lives in Florida, but I don't think she'll ever fucking hang out with me. But yeah, but honestly though, like I, I don't take back anything that I fucking said based on the footage that I saw yeah like just stay in your own lane you know like do your own thing like be your own girl be your own person be real be you but like don't be a fucking asshole you know if you don't want to be friends with everyone that's fucking fine I respect it and I'm here for it and I do actually agree with you but I also think that you don't need to be a fucking asshole to everyone and I think you can just stay in your own lane and mind your business and also not be friends with everyone you know Tia's crying at this point and Nafisa wants to know why she's crying. Tia says she's just so disrespectful and great is just literally I forgot he was even there. He's like sitting at the kitchen table I think with just his head down and like a towel over his head and it's like fucking awkward as hell. He's like literally not even moving. And then Tammy tells her that whatever character she's putting on is not cute and then calls her out for being a fake bitch. And then says, Jesus Christ, you need help. And then Nafisa says, I'm me. What do you want? And again, great was just silent the whole time. And I will say, because I saw this when this like got posted on Instagram. I saw the girls were literally like still fucking fighting in um, the Instagram like comments so this is obviously like a very sensitive subject but truly like I just I think there's a way to to do this like if you're actually truly first off if you're not friends with someone there's no reason for you to bring up anyone's like hygiene if you're not actually close friends if you're close friends with someone and like maybe their hygiene is off which I'm not saying that's the case with Tammy at all whatsoever I truly think Nafisa's just like a shit starter and she was just being an asshole but like there's just a way to do it and first off it's not on national television number one and number two it's in a very sensitive way and just like a kind way and just like I don't even know how you would go about it, but it's definitely not in this way. And that's what Tammy was kind of saying in the comments on Instagram. And a lot of people were coming to her defense, which I liked to see. But yeah, this was not this is a really bad look. And I do agree with Tammy. I'm hoping that Nafisa is kind of putting on a character for the show to get airtime because it's just it's really giving mean girl and not in like a good way, like a not in like a you're just a villain of a reality television show it's giving like you're a mean girl in real life way and I don't know I don't like it it's a little weird um 
okay, so that is kind of where that episode leaves off, okay? So then we're going to start episode five. We are flying through. I'm stoked, you guys. This season, it's getting better. I really was like talking a lot of shit at first because I was like, oh, it's like boring and I'm not into it. I wouldn't say boring, but it's just, it's so different. There's really not a lot of like, or it didn't seem like there was a lot of like genuine connection and like it just seemed like it was just over the top and trashing and twerking and like making out, hooking up. I feel like it's getting a little bit better. A little bit. It's still a little over the top, but I do, I'm enjoying it a little bit more. Um, yeah. With that said, I know I made some big statements where I don't think these couples are real. I'm starting to think, this is where, this is where my honest to God thoughts are. I'm thinking that some of them are real, some of them are not, specifically one couple, in, in, for example. But I think if they are real, they literally just like do not give a fuck about each other. And I just think it really shows like where the bar is. <laughs> wow, I can't talk. Where the bar is in our dating world and society and the bars in fucking hell. It really is. It's just these people are just willing to risk it all for like a blue check and like five minutes of fame. And it's like they don't care about how they look on TV forever. They don't care what their families are going to see. They don't care how they're embarrassing themselves. They don't care about how they're embarrassing their significant other. It's like there's no repercussions at all whatsoever. And I just think it really shows like I just don't, I think love might be dead. <laughs> love might be fucking dead. Because if this is, if these are real couples that go on here and they just like, they're doing all this and they think it's like okay and normal because it's a TV show. I'm just like, wow, like we really, society's on an all time low. If these couples are real, society's on an all time low. And that, I don't know. Wow. This got dark. This got dark quick. <laughs> okay. But I don't know. I kind of, I do. I believe that. I really fucking do. And I hate that I believe that because I wish I didn't. I feel like I'm so like pessimistic and cynical when it comes to love nowadays, but it's just the fucking world ain't helping me. It ain't helping me see the light. Okay. Anyways, episode five, we're flying through the season. We're getting caught up in real time. So we start episode five. It picks up with Hall and Michaela, I believe they're in like the pool and she's saying sometimes she wonders if right person at the wrong time exists and he says, well, that's what this is, lol. I've said this before. I do believe in that. I do believe that there's such a thing as right person, wrong time. Um, however, it's the wrong time, you know, and that means that they probably aren't your person forever you know like I know that that just kind of contradicted what I said but I, that's happened to me before I've definitely met someone some people where I knew in my heart like if it was a different time in my life like if we met in five years from now like we would be together probably forever but we didn't meet five years from now <laughs> you know we met when we met and it wasn't meant to be at that time so I do believe in that. I really do. I think life is hard and life is not black and white. Um, Tammy is telling Great that she keeps getting pulled into an issue she doesn't want to be pulled into. Loki facts. Like she was really in her room minding her own business when Nafisa caused this whole fucking shitstorm. Um, Great thinks it's low-key low because of him. Yeah, no shit, bro. 
he feels like he's in the middle of it and it sucks and he doesn't like it. She tells him to figure out what he wants to do because she just wants to have fun and dance on the girls and the guys. And I have a feeling another night of night vision twerking is on the way. For the love of God. Like, shit. <sighs> I, I just want to, like, call up production and be like, hey, here's some ideas that we can do besides night vision twerking. Okay? Like, let's, like, sprinkle in some night vision twerking, but let's not do it every day for fucking 30 days straight. Like, <laughs> please. Like, the audience has had enough. The audience can't take much more. Okay? Jesus. In the confessional, she says that she doesn't want Great to do anything for her in this moment, but to leave her alone for the peace in the house, lol. And she says that she's washing her hands of him. Tammy, she's washing her hands of him. He says that he wishes he could go back in time and change his whole approach. And then it pans over to him in the hammock with Nafisa. And he wants to know what happened with the incident with Tammy. And she says she doesn't want to talk about Tammy. She's annoyed because in her opinion, he can never make a decision and it's annoying for her because he's missing out on her. And honestly, she's act, I, I hate that I'm going in on her, but like I went in on Vanessa a few episodes back. So it just it is what it is. Whoever's getting the bad airtime, it's like that's who I'm going to talk about. And right now, production is not doing her any fucking favors. But she's acting like a child right now. Like, she's supposed to be a grown-ass fucking woman. And from what I've seen, like, because all the cast members, like, I do check out their Instagrams to kind of know a little bit, like, what they're like in real life or, like, what they want their life to look like on Instagram. She seems like she's a very successful woman, okay? Like, she has, like, fucking 600,000 followers. She seems like she's very busy. She's a model, she seems like she has so much going for her and honestly it's adm it's admirable and I respect it and I'm like damn like she's a hustler like she's making shit happen and it's fucking props like go off queen but like why are you acting like a child like you just I don't know it really was like it's very weird to see her her life on Instagram and then see how she's acting in this fucking hammock because they're not matching up it's like one is like a powerful hustler like independent I'm making shit happen woman and one is like a little girl that's just like embarrassing she won't even look at him when he's trying to talk to her about a pretty big blowout that involved her like this was not like a little thing like there was screaming there was crying it's probably like three four in the morning when this went down like obviously like as a mature adult like you have to talk something like this out you can't just like brush this under the rug it was like a big fucking deal and he asks her why she won't talk to him and explains that he's just trying to connect with her and feels like she's giving him the cold shoulder. I do commend him because he is he's definitely like trying to communicate with her, which I was like, OK, like I I liked it. it, it it's nice to see a man communicate like that. So he asks her again to look at him and she refuses. This girl does not look at him once. She says that she doesn't feel like she wants to connect anymore and he's just shaking his head and she, I just said it, but she legit never looks at him. She's like on her side looking over, playing with a fucking leaf, okay? Again, child, child behavior. And I put in my notes, like I've been out of the game a long time because couldn't be me. Like I do not remember the last time where I was like with a man where we're like in a weird little petty fight where like I'm not looking him at him and giving him the silent treatment. Like that has not been my life for so many fucking years. Like I literally can't even imagine being in that scenario. Like it's so weird. I just wouldn't tolerate it. I wouldn't 
I don't think I would yeah I just wouldn't tolerate that behavior if I was trying to actually talk something out with a man and he like wasn't looking at me and wasn't talking to me I'd be like okay fuck this like I just I don't have the time for it I don't have the time I don't have the energy like my life is too fucking peaceful for me to like deal with like a fucking temper tantrum like that's the thing with me like I cut people out of my life because I don't deal with anything I really fucking don't it's like let's talk it out let's be adults if you don't want to talk it out and don't want to be an adult like peace the fuck out you know, that's really where I'm at in my life. And I just, I think more people should be like that. And I'm, I'm not, I don't feel bad about it at all. <laughs> like whatsoever. Like it's just life's too short for bullshit. Paris, she is in the kitchen saying that she's, she loves cooking. I think she's like by herself. She's just like, I love cooking. All the guys are working out. And then she calls, she low-key like calls Tajik her man. They're, she's like, they're working out my man. And she's making him breakfast. And then she says, I don't even know how it's going to taste. LOL. And then Tajik says, she don't even know how to cook. But she's risking it all to make me some breakfast. Honestly, I respect it. Like, I'm not, um, I'm not like a cook, okay? There's like a few things that I'm really good at. Like, I, everyone knows, like, I'm a big salmon girl, okay? I eat salmon all the time. Like, I can cook the shit out of salmon. I can make my asparagus. Like, I can make my broccoli, like I'm a good baker, but that's about it. I have my few things that I can cook, but I'm not like a cook. Like I can't just like whip some shit up. So I don't know. I kind I respect that she's doing this because I would be nervous cooking for a guy because I'm not. <laughs> it's not my like specialty. Like if you give me a recipe to follow, like I can make it and it's gonna taste good. But I'm definitely not like super confident in the kitchen by any fucking means. Vanessa and Maricela are in bed chatting and Vanessa's telling Maricela that it's tough for her feeling like she like she can be protected in a safe space with somebody and I just I love seeing this soft the soft side of her I really really do now I feel like things are switching over where production is making Nafisa look like the girl villain and finally is giving Vanessa a break and I kind of like it because I like I said I really do like seeing the soft side of her it's refreshing and it's nice you there's definitely a softy underneath that like hard exterior that she puts up she admits that she did have a relationship where she felt safe, but to have it ripped from you will have you never trust that deeply again. Honestly, facts. Like I like this is I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I don't think I've ever been in a relationship where I've ever felt safe. <laughs> I just said I don't want to be a Debbie Downer and then immediately said like the darkest fucking thing ever. But no, I, I really I don't think I've ever been in a relationship where I've felt safe there's been like two guys in the past couple of years like the past like year and a half to two years that I had like strong feelings for or like a really big crush on specifically one of them where I I did feel safe and protected and I was like wow like this could be something but then they immediately did like a left fucking a quick a quick left fucking turn and then showed me a side of them that I did not know was possible so I don't know man I I want that too girl Vanessa let's chat I feel like me and you have a lot of the same issues we just like express it in different ways 
She says that she can count on one hand how many times she's been vulnerable in her life because she doesn't find that many people worthy of that type of access to her heart. I fucking feel you, girl. That's where I'm at. I literally am just like, I just want to be asked out on a fucking date. Like nowadays, it's like, guys, like this is where I'm at in life. Okay, I should do a TikTok on this. Guys, like either one, they can't be my friend at all. Because like they don't just want to be my friend. They just want to like hook up with me or and they know that they're not ready to wife me. So since they're not ready to wife me and that they just want to hook up with me, they just aren't even my friend. Like they can't even be around me because they know I'm not like a casual hookup kind of girl. So then they're just like, I can't even be friends with her or they're kind of an asshole. Those are like the respectful dudes. The respectful dudes just like can't even be my friend. The disrespectful ones that like know I'm a wifey and not a casual hookup girl, but they still want to like hit it. They'll like hook up with me and then they'll like drop me down the road. <laughs> so now I'm at a point where it's like I literally all I want in the world is just a guy to ask me on a date and just like be like, hey, like let's go on a walk or like a bike ride or like let's watch the sunset. <laughs> oh god my life no but like really like I would be so happy if a man just like asked me out on a date like that and wasn't just like what are you doing or like come over like send me some pictures like you know it's just like fuck men are just the bars in such fucking hell um and I even put on my notes I'm understanding her more and more she says I won't allow for people to have that type of power over me and she admits that it sucks to live like this facts it really fucking does but it's people have made it so you have to have your guard up nowadays it's really sad then Maricela says all of my relationships I've taken care of the men more than they've taken care of me girl same why is that we like that's something we got to talk about in therapy I need to ask my therapist she says until she met Christopher but it comes with a price and the price is being controlled for the rest of her life. And she's like, do I really want that? And I'm in my notes. Hell no, you do not. Nobody wants to be controlled for the rest of their fucking life. Like absolutely the fuck not. No, run for the hills. So now we're over at the guy's villa and they're going to play a game. And basically the game is Django with truth or dare tied into it. Productions always tie in truth and dare and shit. It's like literally any fucking game. And it's like and truth or dare. It's like fucking Monopoly truth or dare fucking I don't know Yahtzee truth or dare solitaire truth or dare it's like no matter what fucking game it is we're putting truth or dare in it somehow Tammy wants people to start confessing she says her questions are really out there great goes first and his question is who gets on his nerves the most in the house oh yikes and of course he says Nafisa and Tammy arguing and then Nafisa, again, she's in a confessional. She says they just don't mesh and she thinks Tammy says one thing and then does another and some people just need a taste of their own medicine. It's Alexis's turn and she has to kiss someone and she says, oh man. And then camera pans to Chris's face because you can tell he thinks like she's going to kiss him. But then she gets up and she goes over to Abby and makes out with her LOL. She says that she does have a crush on Chris, but kissed Abby because that's a lot of pressure kissing him in front of everyone. And honestly, that's adorable. And I get that. Like, I I would be nervous to kiss someone for the very first time on camera in front of a whole group of people. Like, I feel like a first kiss is kind of a big deal, especially if you actually really like someone. So, yeah, I would I would be very nervous to have that, let alone on camera, but like also in front of a group of people. So then Hall, he gets a truth, and the truth is, what is his biggest fear of a relationship? 
And I'm not going to lie, I have a hard time thinking that they pulled all these organically, okay? This really seems like production had them pulling certain fucking bricks on purpose, okay? And then he says that um, his biggest fear of a relationship is that when one of the people are lying to themselves to cover up hurting other people's feelings and the mood in the room just like you can tell it immediately changes, okay? And... I will say I put a little thing on my story that I'm starting to warm up to Vanessa and then people slid in my DMs and like, how can you like Hall? Like he said this about her family, Caitlin's family. Okay, I'm not completely caught up yet, you guys. I'm still catching up. But at this moment in time, he seems genuine and he's growing on me. He says, maybe all those years with Caitlin, I've hid the truth from myself and I've lied to myself to make us happy. Maybe our eight years led me here to finally figure out what I want and what I need. Michaela seems really sad for him and honestly I love how respectful she is of their relationship again I put this on my story as well but if you don't watch my Instagram this situation is very similar to the situation that I was in on TI and besides the fact I wasn't engaged but besides that it's pretty much the same situation but one thing about Michaela that just really sets her apart for me and honestly I find it very respectful and admirable and I think I like her I'm a fan She's so respectful of Caitlyn and she's so respectful of Hall and Caitlyn's relationship. So far, she has not really spoken about Caitlyn at all. Um, she's minding her own fucking business. She's just think, worrying about herself and the connection that she has with Hall. She's not talking shit. She's not trying to convince him. She's very empathetic. She seems genuinely concerned, genuinely upset, genuinely hurt for him. And it's really refreshing to see and... I don't know. I like her. It makes me kind of proud to see a girl be in such a hard situation like this and handle it in what's seeming to be the correct way. And I wanted to really like give her props because as someone that was the Caitlyn in this situation, I wish that the person opposite of me handled it in this way because it would have made me respect her and that relationship a lot more. (laughs) And I'm just going to drop that right there because yeah, Michaela you're you're a real one it's Nafisa's turn and she gets the um kiss someone dare and again no way these were picked organically bullshit she calls great over she's acting all shy and then she says all right let's give everybody a show someone in the background says oh shit (laughs) and I will say they are both good kissers the technique is on point okay when you first kiss someone you got to go in slow you start a little with like the lip action and then like you slowly add in some tongue you feel each other out you know it can get a little deeper I also liked how while they're kissing they're kind of grinning a little bit I was like okay the technique's on point five stars I witnessed it I was here for it I like the little lip action then the little tongue you know you don't just want to go in and just like shove your tongue down their throat you know slow steady wins the race okay there's a proper way to be a good kisser and they're both doing it tammy looks salty great says damn i actually enjoyed that kiss and he loves how smiley nafisa is after and then of course like she has to ruin the moment by bringing tammy up though it's like just let 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 the moment be okay you guys had a great moment you had great chemistry it was a great kiss and then it's like you're bringing up how tammy's blood is boiling right now it's like who gives a fuck about tammy stop bringing tammy up Hall says that was actually pretty smooth. Facts. I agree. It was a good fucking kiss. Then we actually find out Tammy is the one that put the question in. Because <laughs> um, honestly, production, they, they put work into this game, okay? 
there's no fucking way. By the way, I just burped. So if you hear, if you heard that, <laughs> excuse me, I drink too much Red Bull. Um, production put work into this game, okay? Because there's no fucking way that all this is just happening like in real time. There's no way. She regrets it because karma is real, but she's like joking and smiling about it in the confessional. So now Paris and Tajik were over at the girls' villa and they're talking outside and she wants to know, he wants to know how she's feeling. And she says that she wants to know him a little bit more and feels like he doesn't open up. And she says that it's fine that he doesn't open up and she doesn't want to force him to open up if he doesn't want to. And he wants to know what she wants to know. And she says, I want to, I want to know like, what do you want in life? That's all. And you can tell she's being like very vulnerable in this moment and sensitive. Like it's a kind of, it was nice to see. It's like a soft moment. He gets all turned up out of nowhere and says he thinks that isn't a valid question right now and to ask it in a year. But then he said, like, when I take you off the island, like, if I take you off the island. So at first I was thinking, like, okay, maybe he just means, like, right now she's still in a relationship. Like, we're not going to have that conversation until, like, we're off the island and we're together. But then, like, she asks him to confirm after a year and he says, yep. And he's tripping. If he thinks, like, they're not going to have that conversation for a whole year after being together, like, that's insane. And she says that's insane. And then she confesses that Tajik and Gray are kind of the same. And it's a direct quote. The direct quote, why would I be here stressing about how a man feels about me? I didn't come here to waste my time twice. I'm a bad bitch. I'm that bitch. Okay. Yes, ma'am. This is why I love Paris because fucking go off. Like you said, took the words out of my mouth. Tajik tells her he's also wasting his time because he doesn't even know because she doesn't even know what to tell him. She says she knows he wants to take things slow and he cuts her off by saying, I want to take things the natural way. It doesn't have to be slow or fast, bro. Honestly, why is he so salty and loud right now? She was just asking like a pretty basic question. He keeps calling her bro. And then she tells him that if he doesn't like her standards, then he can go and talk to the other girls in the house. LOL. And this fuck boy met his match. Okay. He's getting a dose of his own medicine. And he says, all right. And they both kind of seem upset with how that convo went. So now we're back to the girls' villa, and Mark walks in. Of course, the mood immediately changes, and Paris knows it's something stressful every time Mark comes into the house. Paris, you're not wrong, and that's when he introduces the dun-dun-dun temptation light, which they low-key stole from other shows, but that's neither here nor there. Not relevant. So everyone freaks out hearing the concept. (laughs) Vanessa says it's gut-wrenching and she's going to sleep on the couch and watch it all night long. She says she's already really struggling with letting her guard down and being soft and gentle and now she's bracing for the pain. Again, I love when she's vulnerable. And then Mark says the island is always watching. And then the song lyrics that come on to like make this so dramatic. The song lyrics are literally let me cause you pain. I noticed that. So now we're over at the guys' villa and same announcement is made. Great and Chris don't seem to like the temptation light at all. And Michaela tells Great, maybe Paris really did suck some dick because at that moment in time, the red light is literally on. And Great says in the confessional, he's always going to think it's Paris when that light lights up. The house points out how she has already called him an ex-boyfriend's. And then we go over to the girls' villa where everyone is really concerned about the light and what it could possibly see. Paris is in the confessional 
And at first she says she doesn't really give a fuck. She says she's just trying to have fun and not care what Grit is doing and not think about it. But now she feels like she has to behave and can't focus with the light over there. So that's where I'm going to end this episode um because I like I said I dropped two episodes I don't want this to be too long and I have a lot of notes for the last bit of episode five so I want um I think I want that to be its own episode because Vanessa's about to get really upset and vulnerable and I want to spend some time on that so you guys we're slowly but surely getting caught up and again thank you so much for loving the podcast I hope you're all enjoying it um yeah, I'm just so fucking thankful, you guys. You're really changing my life, and I couldn't do this without all of you and all of your support, so thank you. If you guys want to support the podcast, please follow, like, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please leave a five-star review. Please leave a review. If you're enjoying the podcast and want to leave a written review, I'm going to be picking two people to send free hats to. So please leave a comment, a review if you want to. If you want to donate to the podcast, the link in the in my bio, you can donate. If you have questions, concerns, it's temptingpod at gmail.com. And I think that's it. Go follow the Instagram. It's temptingpod. My personal is at callmecase. And yeah, you guys, until next time, remember, you guys, episodes will be every Tuesday at midnight. If you want some merch, it's temptingmerch.com. And I think that's it. Bye. Ladies, are you ready to make the men in your life beach ready and turn their grooming game up a notch? This summer, give the gift of the Beard Hedger Pro Kit from Manscaped. With this game-changing tool, they can shape their beards like true beach babes and make heads turn wherever they go. Visit manscaped.com, use code TEMPTING, and enjoy 20% off and free shipping. Surprise your favorite guy with the ultimate grooming upgrade and show them some love with Manscaped's. So if you want to get your man the Beard Hedger Pro Get, just remember it's going to come with the Beard Hedger, which has 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard and it is waterproof. So you don't have to worry about him fucking up your entire sink, your, your counter, all that jazz. It's also going to come with dermatologist tested formulations for post-trim care. That includes beard shampoo and conditioner, beard oil, and beard balm. So it's going to help relieve dryness. It's also going to help style, shape, moisturize. And then also the Pro Beard Kit comes with three free gifts. Sorry, three free gifts. A beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. Trust me, ladies, he'll be looking like a whole new person. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code tempting at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code tempting. Manscaped Beard Hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 links.